Welcome to Main Street Banking, a podcast for community bankers brought to you by the Barrett School of Banking and ICBA Securities. My name is Byron Earnhardt, and I'm the Programming Director at Barrett. It is our mission here to serve the community banking industry with information that is informative, relevant, and hopefully we'll have a little fun along the way. So, from Memphis, Tennessee, home of banking, blues, and barbecue, welcome to our little corner of the community banking world. And we hope that we can make your bank, your staff, or maybe just even your day a better one. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Main Street Banking Podcast. We are here with my good friend on a on a Valentine's Day. Uh, Justin is in a little bit of a rush, but we're going to get it done for, for his Valentine's date uh, today. But no, Justin Muscolino has gotten to be one of my closest friends here in the Barrett world, and uh, anytime I get a chance to talk with him, I do it, even if it's on a podcast. Uh, Justin right now is the owner, and as we were talking about earlier, fill in the blank with whatever title you want with uh, with JTM Compliance Training. He's got a resume a mile long with some of the biggest firms you know uh, doing their heading up their compliance training. He's an incredible guy, um, good friend of mine, and I'm glad to have him on the show. So, Justin, after that, tell us a little bit about yourself and about JTM uh, Compliance Training. Absolutely, Byron. Thank you for the warm intro. Well, happy Valentine's to everybody, <laughs> whether you're celebrating or not. You know, Byron and I are pretty close. We go way back. You know, I started my career as, believe it or not, a financial advisor. Wasn't really good at it. And I got a great piece of, of advice, go into training. So that's pretty much what I did during my career, working in corporate, heading up different compliance training groups and other roles as well. And now I have the luxury of running my own firm, kind of dictate the terms and use my level of creativity any way, any way I wish. And that's where great minds like myself and Byron connect so well. <laughs> well, like you, like you, as, as the folks know, I, I'm similar path and that's, you know, ended how I ended up in training. Those that can't do teach, right? Uh, yes. So, yep. so anyway, Justin wrapped up. He kicked off this year's grad set, grad school session for us with his soft skills elective. Uh, we are uh, it's always one of the highest rated ones that we've got, um, and the ability to have those soft skills uh, in leading a meeting, working with people in such a relationship business like like we have in banking, it's a huge skill set. Justin did a fantastic. Um, job on that as he always does um so i wanted to bring you back on and let's just kind of hit the high points on what those uh some of those soft skills some of those tips and tricks that you've got uh that that we discussed in there uh and so justin you know running a meeting is hard work and it, it's 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 a brand new world to a lot of people give us some of those tips and tricks that you talked about um to, to help bankers and kind of getting over that hump that mental fear yeah, I think you first have to start with your level of anxiety, you know, at going into a meeting, whether it's with senior people or people of the same equivalent, you have to control your emotions because you want to be able to speak intelligently and answer questions without emotions being interfered with. That's always the first thing I tell everybody. But you also have to be very conscious of your surroundings. You have to be able to look at individuals, their body language, facial reactions, see if you need to change angles or directions in your conversation. And the biggest thing is I always tell everybody, you know, when you're running a meeting, it's like somebody coming into your house. You know, it's your house. If they're going to go into a fridge, you're probably going to slap their hand or probably a little bit more. 
So you need to dictate the terms in that room because you're running it. So having that self-confidence to start with is a big key. You know, the second part I tell everybody, if it's in person, not virtual, you know, make sure that you check out the floor. I've seen so many people trip over wires or do really silly things that could have been stopped at the beginning. And the biggest thing, and it's all about the setting in, a, in an in-person uh, environment, never talk behind people. I mean, think of it. It's like whiplash. You know, you don't want to turn around and listen to somebody talking. You want to see the visual. So it's about eye contact, connecting with everybody in the room and put a, put a damn smile on your face because smiling, as you know, it's contagious. And if you stare at somebody and smile, they're going to crack eventually. Well, at least most people, at least. <laughs> or call the paramedics, either one, you know. Yeah, I know. <laughs> either one. We, we have a problem in conference room A. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. Just, Justin has gone off the grid. Well, well. <laughs> Uh, no, but I, you know, I think that's great because I, we all laughed at the uh, at the floor because there's not a one of us who has done any kind of presentation who hadn't stumbled over the projector cord, myself included. I mean, you know, yep. and, and, and you lose it at that point. You, you, you've lost it. Let's just be honest. It, it happens. Um, but, yeah, I, you, you bring up that point of anxiety and mastering those emotions. And, you know, I think a huge, huge part of that. Justin is, you know, being able to name that, I mean, admit that you've got those emotions and admit that you've got those anxieties and knowing how to do it. I know, I know in our class, Chris had a way, I've got a way, you've got a way. How, how do you go about finding your way? Well, I think with anything, you've got to do it in your own personality, because if you try to mimic somebody else, it's not going to work very well. So you got to stay within yourself, you know, bring out your personality and, you know, let everybody see it, um, you know, but, you know, when you're in, in that environment, um, again, you're in control, you know, you have to make sure everything runs right. Even if you take a, uh, take care of all the wires and stuff on the floor, you know, there could be other issues. Always get there in advance and prepare. Same thing I do with a virtual meeting as well. You know, I'm, First one there, of course, because I got to open up the meeting, but I want to say hi to everybody. You know, I want to make them feel warm and welcome because the environment that you create, that warmness will stimulate a lot of conversation and interaction. And that's what I'm a big proponent of it, because you want that environment conducive to learning or sharing and caring, which I also like to say. <laughs> no, that's true. I, I, something else. Um, Justin, that comes up, I, I know a lot in the grad school when I'm grading papers or papers are being graded and I'm working with students on their stuff, there, I see a lot of anxiety. And I don't know how this necessarily fits into soft skills and meetings, but I think there's a connection. Um, they're not confident in what they know. Right. You know, and, and the, I, I'll, a lot of times we'll get papers. And it's like, hey, can you look at it? Can you look at this for me? And if it's a lending paper, for example. They're right on track, you know, and, and they're, they've yeah. made all the great points. They've made all – it needs a little polish, but we're not talking about you don't know what the five C's are and you're a junior and grads. I mean, it's nothing like that. How do you – when you're in an uncomfortable place and you're outside your comfort zone, how do you kind of muster up that confidence to say, here's, here's my best stab in forward? How, how do you be confident in what you know? Well, it's – when you go to preparation, right, you got to look at 
the overall body of work that you're going to display. You know, during that time is where you kind of try to figure things out. Um, I've never been, uh, there are times where I'm not right the first, second, third time, but when it comes live, I am prepared because I take, an, I take advantage of, you know, all the people at my disposal to listen to me and hear me. You know, I, I want to get some other opinions because it's like looking at a piece of paper. You stare at it for, you know, for hours and days. You know, you need a second opinion. Um, and don't be afraid to uh, record yourself. I can't stand listening to my own voice. And no offense, Byron, I might not listen to this after because I, I, I won't even realize it's me. But, you know, record yourself because you'll hear things that you, you might not observe as far as like saying ums, ahs, or, you know, you're talking too fast, whatever it might be, listen to yourself. And it's all about self-diagnosis. Um, you'll hear it from others, but it's even better if you hear it from yourself. Very true. Very true. You talked about recording yourself, too. I think that was another uh, that was a great uh, thing that that came up. What are some other tips and tricks that that you've got or you've seen work that uh, can help build that build that confidence? Whether it's in a meeting, I know one thing. And I, I, I got to admit, I was stalling a little bit there because I forgot the next question I was going to ask you. You said ums and yes. How do you work past that? You said recording, but there's confidence level that goes into that. Explain some of. Go a little deep, deeper there. Yeah, sure. I mean, listen, your confidence is going to be on display and people will see it. I mean, it's pretty obvious. I mean, if you ever take a look at other speakers, you could tell right away if they're comfortable or not. You can listen to the tone of their voice. Is it cracking too much because they're nervous or they have anxiety? You know, you, you got to get rid of that fear before you start. Practice, preparation, all that is good, but you have to have an attitude, Right. You know, and I'm not talking about having a huge ego or anything like that, but you have to have an attitude. This is my show. You know, I put it together. I invited people. It's like a party, right? I mean, is somebody else going to cut the cake or blow out the candles? No, that would look really silly. My <laughs> point is your level of confidence, you, you got to go into the attitude. And I can this be edited what I say? Yeah, sure. But I probably won't. But... <laughs> Okay, so it's Go like, ahead. I don't oh. give, okay, it's kind of like I don't give a shit, but I do, yeah. right? Whatever they say, whatever they react with, I know I prepared, I know I did what I could, and they're all going to have opinions, and I'll listen to it and take it in, and I'll separate my emotions because feedback is really, really good. Mm. But you got to go in there with it's like, like I say, I use that example. If somebody came into my house and went poking around my fridge, yeah, I'd be pissed off. I, obviously, I wouldn't display that in a meeting, but you know, I there are other methods where you can gain control of the room to make sure that you're the leader and that they're going to listen to you and hear you out. What about those times you get blindsided? I mean, and look, I know this never happens to Justin, but I want it to my audience. Uh, to, to my audience, when when he when he answers this question, I think I know where he's going. You need to look at Justin's resume, and I know he's going to downplay it as soon as I quit talking, but he's wrong. Here's a guy that's been head of train, training at FINRA. Here's a guy that's been training uh, head of training at J.P. Morgan Chase, director of compliance training at, at Bank of China. He's got experience in, in boardrooms that I will never even be able to smell. Justin, do you get blindsided in meetings, and how do you deal with that? You know, it's funny, and I'm not going to say anything about the compliment because you know how I am. I don't. 
you know, everyone, you, there's no way you're going to know the answer to every question that's posed. If you are, if you're thinking that you will, you're going to, you're going to be misled by yourself, essentially. You know, it's fine to say, I don't know. You know what? I don't know the answer right now at 3 p.m., but you know what, everybody? By 6 p.m., I'm going to get you an answer that you're going to love. Uh, I wouldn't know about those terms. Depends on the audience. But you got to get back to them because if you're meeting with senior management and you tell them, well, I'll get back to you at 6 and you don't, you're going to shoot yourself in the foot and lose credibility with that audience. Um, you know, it takes time to get to a certain point where you can lead a meeting. And you don't want to look back and say, oh, shoot, I should have done this or that. Um, it's good to look at lessons learned. I don't want to uh, take away from that. You have to because we could all improve better going forward. But if you're ever in a position where you feel like your chest is pounding or, you know, you're afraid or any way, just take a step back and take deep breaths. Yeah. And I'll, I will use the example. I, I recommend three, most doctors, four out of five doctors survey, I believe the same. I just made that up. But <laughs> my point is, that's your toothpaste. But if you do it too much, and I've seen this firsthand, you're going to pass out and then you'll miss the whole presentation. And I don't want that. Just be careful. You know yourself and you know how to you should know how to calm yourself down in those situations. That's the biggest hurdle. Yeah. And that's what I wanted the the, the audience to hear is, you know, we've <clears throat> I, I think vulnerability and being honest with a lot of people and authenticity goes a long way with a lot of people. And mm -hmm. if folks like and to to the audience, if folks like Justin, like I said, who has done this in boardrooms and meeting rooms that we will never be able to sniff admits hey i didn't know every answer i said i didn't know but i figured it out and got back to it that's something that you can do too and we all can relate to that and i think that's if there is a heart to the message today i think that's it buddy uh i just i wanted people to hear that that even even dummies like you and i we, yeah. <laughs> we don't always know the answer mm. and uh i think that's i think that's good to hear yeah, it's like saying you're perfect. I mean, we're not. <laughs> we're not. I mean, you just realize that. If you realize you're not perfect, you realize that you're not going to answer every question that's posed to you, just like all settings. Yeah. But what we do as people to keep that credibility is be on top of it, though. That's yeah. the, the key. You don't want to lose that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, buddy, that is literally, I wanted to say that was an important topic. That's what I wanted to get on the, on the show today. And I know you've got other plans and I really appreciate uh, your time and patience and working with us on this one. So uh, give us a little bit, uh, t t tell us a little bit about how people can find you on LinkedIn, social media, anything you've got coming up. Yeah, listen, I do have a lot of good stuff in, but you could follow me on LinkedIn. Uh, I usually do a lot of postings, a lot of musings um, and some absolute great quotes that I create. I'll say that myself. But yeah, check out that or you can visit my red uh, my website at jtmcompliance.com. And we'll have it at, we'll have his LinkedIn profile and uh the website in the show notes. So do check that out. Follow Justin. It's a good follow. He is as you hear him today. Uh, he is that, that authentic and that's why he and I get along so well. He, the the persona he has on LinkedIn is just straight up Justin. So anyway, buddy, good to see you. Have a good Thanksgiving. I'm so Thanksgiving. Have a good Valentine's Day. Gosh. 
You're going to get in trouble with your wife, man. Oh, I, I, I put the card on the breakfast table on the way out the door. We're fine. <laughs> You're expecting a turkey, and she's expecting flowers. You got to look. There's a middle ground. Look, having been married to me for as long as she has, she knows that 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 that's probably that's that's good for me. I, I've done good already. So, <laughs> all right, buddy, take care. All right, you too, man. Thank you again. Well, that wraps up our episode for today. Thank you for listening. If you haven't already, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss out on the latest episode. We'd also appreciate a five-star rating as well, as that will help get the content out to more listeners. We appreciate ICBA Securities for their sponsorship, and if you would like to know more about quality investment products, services, and education at competitive prices, check out their website at icbasecurities.com. And finally, if you don't follow Barrett on our social media platforms, be sure to check us out on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook to stay up to date with all the cool new things that we've got coming up. And as always, from Memphis, Tennessee, the home of banking, blues, and barbecue, thanks again for tuning in, and we hope you have a great day.